Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, a podcast giving you daily marketing tips and strategies from both myself and scrappy entrepreneurs who have all learned by doing. I'm Susan Salzman, your host, and the truth is building the life and business you want, desire, and deserve in your 50s doesn't have to suck. In these episodes, I will teach you the tips and tricks to managing and maintaining a life and a career you not only adore, but you're proud of. Nothing is off limits here. We talk about loss of identity and how that mentally and physically impacts us, how to relaunch after heartache and menopause, hardship, money, and what it takes to reinvent, reframe, and reimagine a life that once was. I always say the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap, and without your systems in place, it's easy to get stuck, overwhelmed, and paralyzed. And because I don't want that for you, both myself and my guests are sharing personal stories, past failures, and present wisdom in order to amplify the conversation, inspire action, and move the needle. So get ready to dive in. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Power of the Pivot podcast. My name is Susan Salzman, and I'm excited to share with you a new episode of Get Your Shit Together. Get Your Shit Together is intended to give you actionable tips and intel in 15 minutes or less so that you can grab a takeaway and then apply it to both your life and your business. It's hard to build something new at any age, let alone women like us in our 50s and beyond. And because so much has changed since we started our career post-college, learning how to navigate the digital landscape can be very, very overwhelming. With that said, does it sometimes feel as though your computer is constipated? An overcrowded and disorganized computer can be super frustrating. And nothing is more frustrating than the beach ball of death, aka BBOD for Mac users. That swirling multicolor ball that rotates on your desktop, especially at times when you are on deadline or need that file right now. If this is a common occurrence, it's not to be ignored. And this is most likely due to your storage issues. If you have less than 15 to 25 gigabytes of storage, the spinning beach ball of death will become your nemesis. This is a huge productivity buzzkill. And something that should be taking you about four minutes to accomplish is now taking way too long. And in the end, it costs you both time and money. The health of your computer is no different than the health of your body. It's all about the choices you make and what gets put into it and then stored in that vessel is what ultimately determines the outcome, the health and the result of how you feel. So as you start to take control of your digital landscape, one of the first places I always recommend to start with is your storage. It's amazing what you will uncover when you start that process. You'll also be amazed to uncover nine copies of the same recipe, however, all stored in various places on your computer. Sound familiar? It's no different than the five bottles of red wine vinegar you have in your pantry because you don't have a good inventory system. Those bottles become not only wasted space, but money not well spent. Just like your home needs systems to run smoothly, so does your computer, or what I like to call your digital filing cabinet. In last month's episode of Get Your Shit Together, episode 14, I gave you five tips on how to start organizing and deleting your files. And I got a lot of emails and DMs about how helpful it was. 
but I also got a lot of questions on how to start the labeling system, which was tip number five. So today I'm going to walk you through a few simple steps on how you can start not only labeling them, but creating an intuitive way to find them in the most simple and efficient way. You might want to grab some paper, I'm partial to a moleskin, and your favorite pen. And if you're ready to dive in, then so am I. Let's get into it. All right, here we go. Tip number one. After you've purged and merged, which was tip number four in episode 14, it's time to go into that keep file. If you haven't yet listened to episode 14, some of this might not make any sense to you, but feel free to circle back after you've gotten what you needed to get here. Go through that keep folder and see if you can begin to determine the dominant categories of your life. In my program, I call categories pillars, but for the sake of keeping it simple, we're going to just simply stick to the term categories. Your categories can be anything from family, finances, hobbies, business, food and recipes, philanthropy, legal, personal, etc., etc. As you are taking a look at that keep folder, just start somewhere. Don't overthink it. Just pick one photo to start with because that will help you start to organize your system. For the purpose of this training, I'm going to use my kids' photos as an example as I go through the next few tips. Tip number two, it's time to sort. Inside your keep folder, create a subfolder and call it kids, children, offspring. I don't care what you call it, but I called mine kids. See what you're actually doing there? You're starting. Inside the kids folder, create sub-subfolders for each of your family members. So I have three kids. So I would I identified each of them by obviously their name. Now that you have these sub-subfolders identified, it's time to just simply start dragging those photos that you've kept into the consecutive folder or the respective vessel for each of those pictures. Don't worry about labeling them right now. All you're doing is sorting what you've already decided that you're keeping. That's all you're going to do in step two. Step three, let the systems begin. Pick one folder or kid to begin with. You just finished sorting and it really doesn't matter if you have 50 or 50 or 500 or five photos in that folder. What you're actually going to start doing in this stage of the game is you're going to be building out your labeling or cataloging system. It all starts with this one folder and these subfolders. This will be the foundation for everything that follows. So every folder you create or every category you create from here, this is going to be the template or the master or the foundation for how you carry it out later on, which does ultimately get simpler. Let's say you have tons of random photos in there for that one kid of birthdays and sports, kindergarten, maybe grandparents, family vacations, etc., etc. Inside that child's folder, start to break down the different areas of their life. And when I started this project, I divided it up into baby, toddler, preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, adult, etc., each week as the sorting process grew, I added new sub- subfolders where needed. 
you won't know what those will be until you actually start doing this and getting into the weeds. The only thing you're going to do in this phase is drag the individual photos into the different subfolders of their life. Thus, you're sorting even further. Tip four, create your labeling system. By starting with just one area of that life, or in this case, one kid, you're setting up this labeling system inside your filing structure. And again, like I said, this will be the model or the foundation or the template for all the consecutive folders that follow from here on out. Thus, you're setting up an automated way to catalog and categorize this process. For me, I simply mm -hmm. use my kids' initials for the start of the filing system. So for my eldest, his initials are EJS. So every single one of his photos now begins with EJS and they're organized accordingly. So if I'm working on his football photos from middle school or his high school photos from middle school or both, then the name of that photo might look something like this. EJS underscore MS for middle school underscore football underscore the year. So 09. If there are consecutive photos that I've saved from that day or that season, I'll add a number after the football. So it might be something like this, EJS underscore MS underscore football dot one underscore 09. So basically the beginning and the end kind of always may remain the same. It's in the middle that might change up a little bit, but all you're really gonna be doing from here on out is copying and pasting. You're just changing a few things. Once I determine the filing system, which is always a bit harder the first time you set out to do it, I then draft a very simple Google Doc with a step-by-step -step kind of like first this, then that philosophy. It's like an instruction manual, so I can be consistent as I move through these categories or pillars of my life. It's also really helpful because as I move through it, I'm, I'm not thinking about it. I'm really just, again, copying and pasting. But what might change is, again, those initials on the front end and then the year on the back end. But in the middle is where you're going to get the details. So what this ultimately provides you with is an automated way to continue organizing. For me, it's become like a copy and paste kind of thing, which has been a game changer. I'm not going to lie. This took a long time to figure out. But once I found a system that worked for me, getting organized has been kind of fun. I know it sounds complicated and arbitrary. And being a visual person myself, I learn best via a visual experience and actually by doing. So if I've lost you along the way, please come back to me. Currently, I have a tutorial for those that are in my Tech Talk group, but I'm working on something simpler that I can share with all of you. So keep listening and stay tuned because... I really plan on rolling that out soon. Tip number five, back it up. I don't care what you use as long as it's cloud-based. There's Dropbox, there's iCloud, and some of my clients use Backblaze, but I don't know enough about that to talk about it, but I know it's a viable option. Dropbox is my drug of choice for all my assets, and I consider photos assets. It's just the most intuitive for me, and because I can add it to my computer finder, I rarely have to go into the actual site on my browser, which I really hate doing. I don't think that way. I think more in columns, and so 
for me, using my finder in column form is a great visual for me. This has been a hot topic inside of Tech Talk. It seems as though everyone wants to access their files via their computer's finder, and truly it's the only way I know how to operate. So in helping them, I've actually been able to help myself. And because when we all come together, we become collective problem solvers together, and it's super creative, and it's fun, and it's helpful. The biggest takeaway for you today is whether your computer is a mess or perfectly organized, get your digital files in a cloud-based platform. You can purge and merge from anywhere as long as you have your content. If your computer goes down and you haven't stored your files in an intuitive place, all of this is moot. So when you start to create order out of chaos on your computer, you'll be amazed at how liberating it will feel. No different than when you've just cleaned out your garage or organized your closet. Life gets busy and it gets in the way and it's easy to get lazy. Plus, curveballs are constantly being thrown at you and I know it's hard to keep up. But if you can carve out some time each week, something I like to call blocking and batching, even if it's just two hours a week, you'll be amazed at how simple this little task will give you the momentum to just keep moving through it. And it might be even something you might look forward to. I've actually become a little obsessed with it and I look forward to it. I know I'm a nerd, but I just do. The truth is no one gave you a rule book or a guide when you got your first computer back in the eighties. Remember those Mac classics? It was really such a fun toy. But we were never taught how to organize it. It became our digital typewriter. And because of that, the files are stored randomly with no rhyme or reason. And believe it or not, as I began to purge and merge my files and started organizing, I was flabbergasted by the amount of content that still lived on my computer from past decades. The inspiration for sharing these five tips with you today is directly related to the conversations I've been having with all the accomplished and creative women that are in my community. They were just as frustrated as I had been. And because of that, I wanted to show them that there was a simple way to attack this. Now it's, in my opinion, a lifelong journey to get this done. And because of that, as I mentioned, I created a program called Tech Talk, and it's a community of women who meet three times per month via Zoom to help them organize their digital filing cabinet once and for all. We come together to support, inspire, and take action. And I'm helping them go from tech challenge to tech magicians. And because they are gaining the confidence to not only understand their computer and how it can be a powerful tool, once they're organized, they're actually ready to take on some of the apps and platforms that they may have been fearful of in the past. So for those of you that are listening today, if you're ready to take your power back and take control of your computer and stop letting it control you, I'm offering you a free hall pass to one of my monthly sessions. Yep, that's right, free, because I want to help you and I also want you to get a behind-the-scenes sneak peek of how a bunch of witty, creative, and strong women work together to solve problems. So if you're interested, head on over to www.susansalsman.com forward slash sign up Tech Talk Free Pass, all one word. Again, www com forward slash sign up tech talk free pass. 
and grab your seat today. I'll also put a link in the show notes below. One last thing, the step-by-step instruction manual that I mentioned above, I actually call that an SOP, a standard operating procedure. I know it's an intimidating title, but it doesn't have to be. Inside my ebook entitled Automate, I not only show you how to set one up, but I give you my templates to do so. If you want to grab a copy of that, you can find the link below in the show notes. Well, that's it for today. I hope you love this mini pod episode and begin to take action in getting your shit together. I'm looking forward to sharing more stuff like this next month. Peeling back the curtain to give you a glimpse into what I either do privately with my clients or in my group coaching programs is how I want to show up for you. I believe we all learn better together. And if you walk away with some little nugget that inspires you, then I've done my job. I'm here every Thursday. Next week, I'll be shining the spotlight on my client, Shelly Levy, an artist, teacher, and quite literally, my sister from another mother. She will be talking about how being diagnosed with ADHD in her late 50s has been a game changer and what we did together to help her scale, grow, and monetize her talents and her expertise and all that good stuff she already had inside of her. If you found value in this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment where you're listening or shoot me a DM on Instagram. And and as always, remember, the goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. Have a wonderful day and see you next week. Same time, same place. I hope this episode inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to possibly take action, but also know that whatever you might be going through, you're never alone. There truly is no greater joy than connecting with others who may be dealing with some of the same challenges and obstacles as you are. And on the heels of that, what better way to celebrate some of your wins and achievements than with those who are walking right beside you? This podcast and the community that I've been building is all about that women supporting other women to do and be exactly who they were always meant to be. And in my opinion, there's no better experience than community. It builds connection, confidence, and most importantly, trust. If you're seeking community, connection, and rich conversations, just know that there's always an available seat for you at my table. Feel free to reach out. There's lots of ways for us to hang out together. For now, remember, The goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. And as always, it would be hugely appreciated if you subscribed, shared, and downloaded this episode. See you next week. Same time, same place.